And good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Race Time Radio, live tonight on You Got It, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Man, have we got one for you tonight. We always talk Canadian uh, short track, right? Uh, Tonight, we're changing gears, and we're going to bring you some of the best in the United States. We got a full deck lined up for you tonight, each one of these drivers have got an opportunity to really shine at the 58th Annual New Smyrna World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. And, of course, there's going to be action all over the place. Down in Florida, come next weekend, it all kicks off. As a matter of fact, it's already going. Uh, If you take a look on the dirt side of things, Volusia County is going to fire up again here shortly. Uh, But I know a guy like Glenn Stigers, he's been down in Florida now for the better part of a week, and he's getting results. How about this? The Zero car, uh, he was in his 360 dirt car on the weekend. Uh, Glenn went out, and uh, he he did some really good stuff. In his dash race, not so good. He started first, went back to sixth at the end of the dash, but how about his heat race? Started like seventh, worked his way up into second, got a couple second-place finishes, Tell you what, the zero has turned the corner, and uh, he's really letting it rip down there in Florida, uh, sinking right into everything, having a great time, and I know he's going to change gears a couple of times throughout the course of the next couple of weeks. We're going to catch him at the 58th Annual World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. He's going to be there. I know Donald is going to be on his way soon, uh, working on his team along with the other guys. The haulers are all going to roll in. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, we get got uh, so much to look forward to, and tonight's show is going to prep you as best we can over the course of the next two hours for what we're going to see on the asphalt side of Speedweeks and New Smyrna Speedway. As you can see, uh, I was there. It was the 48th annual, and I've even got a couple more sweaters going back to the 36th and uh, starting to show the old snow on the roof here, aren't I? But uh, let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight, because I'll tell you stellar lineup. Right off the top, we're going to have Ryan Stevens. Of course, he is with New Smyrna Speedway. The Red Eye took place just last night at New Smyrna Speedway. Of course, it was uh, slotted and scheduled back in January, and uh, it got postponed due to rain. So they put it. Uh, on the schedule last night, getting the teams all fired up just ahead of the World Series. And it sounds like it was a barn burner. We're going to go over that tonight with Ryan Stevens and get you the last-minute information you may need to know if you're going to be heading to New Smyrna Speedway for the 58th running of the World Series. Now, if you can't go, if you're like me and you're going to be stuck up here, what you want to do is get to Flow Racing. Uh, Flow Racing is going to have all nine nights. They're going to broadcast the whole thing on Flow Racing. And uh, you pick up a yearly subscription to Flow Racing. And not only do you get the World Series, but you get literally a ton of live races throughout the course of the year. 
uh, great value, along with don't forget about Racing America, another one uh, that is a must-have for race fans. If you're not making it to the track, you want to have Racing America, Flow Racing. Don't forget about our friends at Pit Road TV. Uh, they're going to have full coverage of everything at Citrus County. Coming up, of course, uh, the legend cars, Bandoleros. They take on Citrus County Speedway and uh, full, full week of uh, racing action throughout the course of the day. And uh, that'll all be on Legends TV, I believe. But Pit Road TV, you can get everything. Um, and that's Tony Stevens. Does a fantastic job. I believe Tim Terry uh, is on his way there, if not there already, and set up. Uh, they'll take you through all the action uh, through the Legend Car Series. Got a lot of Canadians heading down to that. Uh, a lot of the Americans, of course. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be incredible to watch. Uh, you're going to be busy uh, every day for the next nine nights, starting on Friday. Uh, you'll be able to get racing action, and of course, it's been an old long off season, right? So uh, we're, we're going to get back into the swing of things this coming weekend uh, coming up. Also on tonight's show, how about this? We finally got him lined up, Stephen Nassie. Driver of the 51 Super Late Model. Uh, you see him in a Pro Late Model. I met Steven years ago at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, that was somewhat a home track for Steven Nassie. Pinellas Park is where he calls home in Florida. Steven is going to join us tonight all live. We'll also catch up with, how about, Brendan Butterbean Queen. Everybody knows Brendan. Uh, he is going to join the show tonight. He's going to be with the Cars Tour, right? Um, it, the O3 car, I got a chance to meet him at, uh, at PRI. What a youngster. Uh, I'm telling you, this guy is going places and, uh, he's one of those who's your heroes as well. Right. Uh, so we'll get a chance to catch up with Brendan here tonight on the show. Uh, how about a young star that is, uh, in the late model ranks. You can catch him at Hickory Motor Speedway, uh, young Landon Huffman. Yeah, following in his dad's footsteps. Of course, his dad is Shane Huffman. We all know Shane, uh, Arca, and beyond. And uh, Landon, I believe, got a few laps a couple of weeks ago in the 28 Arca car. We'll talk to him about that tonight. And we'll find out how the preparations are all coming for his late model series. He's going to be in the NASCAR weekly program, I believe. But I wouldn't doubt it's not going to be too long, and we're going to see young Landon in one of those ARCA cars. Uh, I can well imagine that that is coming up real soon. We'll also hear tonight from Isabel Robusto. How about Isabella? Uh, she uh, was doing a fantastic job last year, ended up getting into a wreck, rung her bell big time, big time. And she had to go through all the rehab and uh, steps that uh, you got to take after you ring your bell like that. Uh, very dangerous stuff. And Isabella as well, uh, one of those Hoosier heroes, she did the work. She put the time in, and she is 100% now ready to go for the 2024 season. You're going to catch her in that number 28 Yahoo machine for uh, uh, the, the, oh uh, Wilson Motorsports. Uh, she is going to be at the World Series as well. Isabella going to be here on Race Time Radio tonight. So we're looking forward to catching up with Isabella. Um, uh, another one of those rising stars. And trust me when I say this girl can get it done. 
Uh, she was so, showing so many great signs before she ended up getting injured. And again, spoke with her at PRI, and uh, she is really ready to go. She was at the Red Eye last night at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, trouble broke out, and I guess an oil line went on the race car. Uh, but we'll get the lowdown on all of that tonight with Isabella, Isabella Robusto. She's going to join us. So that's what we got coming at you tonight here, all live on Race Time Radio. The World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing is nine nights. Thursday, I believe Thursday night is practice night for the teams. Uh, they'll all start rolling in there like Wednesday if they haven't rolled in already. Um, and, you know, they all get situated in park Thursday night. Big practice time. Uh, we've got a few Canadians heading down there. Uh, you got to know that we heard from Norm Newman here a couple weeks ago. He's going to jump into the deep, deep end with the Modifieds, as he did last year. Uh, last year, real learning year for Norm. He's going to take all what he learned last year and put it all to the test this year with the biggest names in modified racing uh, right across uh, the U.S. And uh, Normie, I like his chances. He's going to do big things this year. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see. We'll also see, hopefully, Joe Lawrence shows up down there for at least, uh, you know, a night or two. I wouldn't doubt we'll see that. He's in uh, Brandon Vanderwell's equipment. Uh, brand new team. They're putting that together. Uh, we're going to see them in the ASA series. I know uh, Kyle Steckley. He's coming off the chip to get down there uh, and compete. He's going to this year with uh, Rhett Jones. He's going to be in the 30 car in the ASA ranks, uh, along with, uh, of course, Cole Butcher that almost won the full deal there last year. We'll see Cole. I don't know how many times we're going to see him, but we definitely going to see him in the uh, Clyde Hart Memorial uh, that will take place, and that's the ASA race. Um, I believe I've seen somewhere that it's the 25th annual um and we're gonna we're gonna see that uh, i think it comes up yet yeah, february 13th at new smyrna speedway so that's what we got coming at you uh just waiting for ryan stevens to dial us up and we'll get him on the air uh did you catch the cup race last night uh it, it was supposed to go tonight but with the big storms that are coming into la uh nascar said hey if we don't get this thing in tonight, we're, we're not going to get it in until like Wednesday or Thursday of next week. And, of course, that screws everything up for the teams preparing for Daytona. Um, so NASCAR did the executive decision. They had the TV uh, broadcast. Everybody was there. <clears throat> Excuse me. All the race teams were set up, ready to go. And they pulled the pin, and they went for the race last night. Uh, qualifying. Didn't happen. Well, it did, kind of. They did it through practice times. Um, and what a field, what a race. If you happen to have missed it, you'll want to get to, uh, what well, was FS1 that had it. TSN, I believe, had it carried up here in Canada. I can't say for sure. I watched it on FS1. And uh, just, it was quite a race. The 54 car almost won his first cup race. I know it was an on-points event. Uh, you know, kick off at the beginning of the year. Uh, but I'll tell you, the 54 car looked excellent last night. Incredibly quick. Denny Hamlin looked really good early on. Joey Logano looked good. Uh, and uh, how about the champion from last year? The number 12, uh, Ryan. 
he ended up having to get into the race on a provisional. Uh, he was slotted back in like 33rd or something like that. Uh, but Ryan Blaney, he got in through the provisional, and uh, he went out and got himself a top three run, uh, third at the end of that race. So it was quite a show. Uh, kind of uneventful, I'd say, for the first 75 laps, but the last 75 laps, look out. Uh, it was definitely on, and uh, you can see the cup guys were just itching to get back on the racetrack and uh, get back behind the wheel of the car. It was Denny Hamlin going to Victory Lane. Uh, he had surgery in the off season, had an ailing problem with the shoulder that he ended up finally getting fixed. And uh, watch out, Denny Hamlin's the real deal. I love what he says when he gets out of the car now, right? I just beat your favorite driver. Uh, and you can hear the crowd booing. And uh, Denny, instead of, you know, taking, taking that to heart and hearing those boos and, you know, feeling down, he loves it. Keep it coming. And uh, it, it just look, hey, Denny Hamlin, like it or not, the guy has now got 51 wins under his belt. Uh, he's the real deal. And could 2024 be the year that Denny Hamlin finally gets a championship? Uh, we'll see. Maybe he's going to be like another Mark Martin, right? Come real close but didn't really do it uh, when it comes time for a championship. I don't think it bothers Mark Martin much these days. Uh, and Denny Hamlin... Uh, I, I watched that uh, Full Speed, it's called, on Netflix. I don't know whether you've seen that or not. Get to Netflix and check that baby out. Five episodes and uh, well worth watching. You're a NASCAR fan. It focuses in on last year's uh, championship. And the top, uh, well, the top guys are all featured in it. And it's five episodes. Excellent. I watched it the other night. Watched episode one. I thought, well, I'll watch episode one and then I'll take it from there. Uh, I had to watch the whole thing. I ended up binge watching it and uh, right from start to finish. And uh, excellent job. I believe Dale Jr. was the executive producer of that. And uh, man, did he ever do a good job. Uh, really, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. Available on Netflix. Just type in uh, NASCAR full speed, full speed, I think it was called. Hit NASCAR, it'll come up. And uh, enjoy it. I, I know you will. Uh, still waiting on Ryan Stevens to dial us up. He would have had a busy, busy night last week, or last night, uh, with the red eye that took place. And uh, uh, he knows he's going to be lined up tonight. And uh, hopefully everything's okay down there. Because uh, it's unusual that Ryan isn't up right away. But uh, tell you what we'll do. We'll hit a quick break. And when we come back, I will, in the meantime, send him a quick note and say, Hey, Ryan, get on here. And we'll talk World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. All coming up at New Smyrna Speedway starting Friday night. Uh, this coming Friday night. You do not want to miss it. Quick break. And we will be back all with you live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hi, my name is Andrew Ranger. I'm the new champion of the NASCAR Canadian Tire 2009, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. 
from coast to coast. coast. You're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family (laughs) magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a Quickwick Fire Starter. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Oh, Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven. (laughs) Dad, what was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. This is NASCAR champion, Ryan Blaney. Chase Elliott. Kyle Larson. Joey Logano. Kyle Busch. Martin Truex Jr. Brad Keselowski. What is SiriusXM NASCAR Radio? It's a place to talk about your favorite sport. You know, I renew my subscription. It never comes off this channel. The whole day is awesome. It's a place to hear from the biggest names in NASCAR. Joey Logano, what are you doing? I got the SiriusXM set up at my house so I can jump on more often. Joey, I want to first thank you for doing this. This is awesome for the fans. It's a trusted source for breaking news. Major stories today, my friends. Let's get down to business. There's just never a dull moment. It's every NASCAR race heard live, including in-car radios. Legato gets into the back. He shoves him up the racetrack. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Trust me. Bubba Wallace to the lead at Talladega. And it's classic races that honor the history of the sport. Dale Earnhardt is going to win the Daytona 500. So what is SiriusXM NASCAR Radio? It's your 24-7 home for all things NASCAR. The way you guys cover these races is unbelievable. Channel 90 streaming right now on the SiriusXM app. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al! Woo! Shake and bake! And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. I'm still drawing a blank when it comes time for Ryan Stevens. 
Uh, he must be tied up there somehow, some way, uh, getting prepared, of course, for the 58th annual World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Uh, it's going to be huge, and I know there is a ton that goes into it. Uh, the staff, the, the the drivers, the fans, the absolute everything uh, that goes into uh, you know producing the World Series. You got to think of this: nine nights of racing. Add in the practice night. Now you're at ten nights, and they're just coming off the Red Eye Weekend. Um, it, it's a monumental task. Uh, I've been there. I've witnessed it for like twenty years. And absolutely love it. If you have not been to Speed Weeks at Florida, in Florida, uh, you, you got to do it. Uh, if you have the ability this year to get down to the Daytona Beach area and take in Speed Weeks, do it. Uh, if you can't, you know, there's uh, all the different streaming services that you're going to be able to stay up to date uh, to watch the races as they all unfold. Don't forget about Dirt Vision. Uh, they're going to have the coverage from Belusia County Speedway uh, and the nights that they have going there. And believe me when I say, uh, when the guys aren't busy at the big track at Daytona, uh, you go 30 miles. I want to say, uh, I shouldn't say which direction, oh, about 30 miles, just... Uh, up top, so maybe north of Daytona, it's Barberville, and that's where you'll find Volusia County Motor Speedway. Uh, that is a half-mile, uh, beautiful dirt track, and when the guys aren't busy at the big speedway, there is tons of teams that go over to Volusia County Speedway, and they take in uh, dirt races. A lot of them have dirt cars. Um, of course, that's the roots. Those guys came off either the asphalt side of racing or the dirt side. And uh, when it's speed weeks, uh, they remember their roots quite nicely. And uh, they slide over if they're not in a car, they're participating or helping a team out, uh, and they really go after it. Uh, You've got Barberville and Volusia County Speedway uh, going one way and just going the opposite the way. Uh, you can get to New Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach, New Smyrna Speedway. Um, it, it's a half-mile, high-bank asphalt track, and uh, you, you name it. You name the person, and uh, they've probably been to New Smyrna Speedway and participated in a race, uh, be it the World Series, uh, be it the Governor's Cup, uh, the Red Eye that just took place. Um, I I know when you look back in the history books here, uh, we all love Kyle Larson. Uh, watching Kyle in a car, he's a pro driver, always uh, just a wealth of knowledge behind the wheel. Um, uh, Kyle, we had him on Race Time Radio when he was 13 years old uh, out of California. Uh, he was going to drive a sprint car for the first time. And we had him on Race Time Radio. It's a cool little interview. And uh, I still have it saved today, uh, as I do all of our interviews. But uh, uh, Kyle Larson, the first time I met Kyle uh, was at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, he, back then, was, uh, was learning the ropes. He, his first late model race, and I mean his first asphalt late model race, was at New Smyrna Speedway in the Red Eye. Um, and I don't think he won it. 
uh, but I, uh, he was up there. Uh, then fast forward into Speed Weeks, and sure enough, Kyle Larson was there again, and again, finished in the top three. I know I interviewed him back then, and I sort of followed him through. I was over at the big track, too, uh, and back then, Daytona didn't have lighting. So everything took place at uh, at the big track, the two-and-a-half-mile Daytona International. Everything took place throughout the course of the day or in daylight. And uh, fans would definitely be at the big track. And back then, uh, there was action on the track every day of the week, leading right up to the great American race, the Daytona 500. Um, and... You would go to the big track and watch practice or qualifying or whatever was on that day. And then, uh, you know, the uh, uh, sun was starting to go down. It was dinner time. Uh, you'd run like a bugger and get into that rental car and either zip up to Volusia County and catch a night of uh, dirt racing. Or you would slide over and go to uh, New Smyrna Speedway and watch the asphalt races. Now, I'm an asphalt guy. So uh, it's not that I haven't taken in Volusia County in a dirt show. Wild stuff. But asphalt is where my roots are. And over to New Smyrna Speedway, we would go. And uh, sure enough, Kyle Larson that I met at New Smyrna, uh, I see him over at the big track. And that particular year, uh, Daytona had sort of taken a page out of the short track racing book. And they created a short track on the back chute of Daytona International Speedway. It's called the Battle at the Beach. Uh, any long-term fans will remember the Battle at the Beach. And uh, sure enough, Kyle Larson over there drove a modified, drove a K&N car. And uh, I want to say he went to Victory Lane in both those. And then, of course, uh, now the short track stuff was done. Kyle Larson got into an ARCA car. And he had to get a super speedway license in order to participate in the NASCAR trucks. And up into, uh, back then it was Nationwide Series, uh, there was no cup for him, not yet, at that point. Uh, but Kyle Larson cut his teeth uh, on the short tracks, on dirt, and he's still today. Absolutely every opportunity Kyle Larson gets to be on dirt, away he'll go. Um, and he's he's magnificent behind the wheel, right? Not only is he good in a cup car, put him in a dirt car and watch him go, or put him in a, a late model. Uh, the guy is just a multitasker, can do anything behind the wheel of a race car, and uh, it, it, that's what you'll see when you go to a place like New Smyrna Speedway, especially for the World Series. Uh, when I take a look at the entry list that... Uh, uh, that that, that uh, we've had out. Uh, and the entry list for New Smyrna Speedway, it's amazing to see uh, the, the, the list of drivers. I want to say there's like 36 late models uh, lined up or pre-entered. Uh, super late models, the list looks about the same. Uh, the modifieds, oh my, uh, the modifieds is even longer than what you see for the late models. Uh, and it wasn't that many years ago that the modified count was way down. Well, not so anymore. The uh, modified count is uh, right through the roof. Uh, they've got the big-time modifieds that we'll see, and they've also got the 602 modifieds 
both shows incredibly uh, incredibly interesting to watch. And don't forget about the Florida Modifieds. They're also on the bill as well. Um, not as much tire, not as much motor, but nevertheless, an incredible show that you'll see at New Smyrna Speedway. Um, it, it's uh, just one of those nights that we're not seeming to be able to connect. Uh, I do see a little, oh, I got a message from Ryan Stevens. He said he's going to be right with us. So uh, probably just getting home and getting sorted out after a busy time at New Smyrna last night for the uh, the Red Eye. Uh, it used to be 100. We're going to have to ask Ryan why it dropped down to a 50. Um, at least I'm pretty sure it used to be a hundred lap race, uh, but nevertheless, it did go last night and, uh, I don't know who won. I tried checking it out today, uh, to find out who won and you know, what all took place, but, uh, I struck out. So I thought that's okay. we got Ryan Stevens coming on the show and Ryan will definitely fill in all the blanks for us here tonight. I'm going to hit this last break for hour number two right now. I do see a note that uh, one of my guests hasn't got the link, so I've got to rectify that, or you're going to be listening to me for far too long here today, and uh, you don't want to have to do that. We'll hit this break. I'll get some more tech stuff figured out, and hopefully we'll have somebody on the other side of this break. Sound good? We will be back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. It's Race Time Radio. Paperback Writer. From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. An exclusive podcast, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Walks in, put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Kev's TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. This is Ricky Sinhouse Jr. It's Austin Cedric, Joey Logano, Michael McDowell, Denny Hamlin. This is Austin Dillon. The Daytona 500 is coming. It's NASCAR's biggest race. When you think of races you want to win, Daytona is number one on every driver's list. It can define a career. For the rest of my life, I'll I'll be be known known as as the Daytona Daytona 500 500 champion. champion. The Daytona 500. Sunday, February 18th at 1.30 Eastern. On Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. And the all-new Sirius XM app. There's no race like the Daytona 500. It truly is the great American race. Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Good news, everybody. Ryan dialed in. He's going to come back up in 10, 15 minutes. And we got Stephen Nassi with us, all lined up and live. What's going on tonight there, Stephen Nassi? You got that 51 car ready to rock. Yeah, yeah, we do. We're uh, we're definitely getting ready. Um, you know, got a new Samarna coming up and, and looking forward to getting over there and hopefully uh, picking up another win. Oh, man. Whenever you talk super late model race, pro late model racing game, because I know you've got both of them. Stephen, if it's a big race, your butt is behind the wheel of the 51 car. Uh, what's your schedule looking like this year? Because it's always off the hook. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, um, you know, we have quite a few races planned. There's about 36 races that we have on the schedule. So um, between the full cars tour um, with the late model stocks, and then we're going to do the, um, you know, just pick and choosing big super late model races, kind of like we've done all over the years. Um, you know, you're going to have your Nashvilles and Winchesters and Derbies and um, things of that nature. But we're trying to um, to venture out and, of course, going back to Slinger. And I'm trying to work something out for Oxford. So there's just, you know, there's a lot of things in the works. Just um, kind of got to make the final plans on a few things. Well, it, that's, that's the way it happens, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It all depends on funding and availability and results and all of that. But, Stephen Massey, yeah. you get results uh, probably like no other driver, really. Uh, you're always there. You're always competitive. Do you have a favorite racetrack? Uh, yeah, I do. You know, I think Winchester is the best track that we go to. To me, it's just had some of the most success there. And then it's just, I really feel like a driver's track. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the track can really beat you some days by, you know, wearing your car down. But um, for the most part, with how good all the equipment's really become, uh, I don't feel like it's so much of like a survival race you know, on the car part, you know, obviously to miss your wrecks. And I think it just takes some strategy and some skill to do that, those speeds and, um, you know, to be able to be there at the end and compete. I just think that that track provides the best racing, in my opinion. Well, it, it, drivers like and you. Pensacola. Pensacola. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Pensacola for sure. Now, is Pensacola really home track for Stephen Nassi or is it New Smyrna? Like Pinellas <laughs> Park, whereabouts is it? Well, I mean, if you want to talk home track, it would be Showtime Speedway. You know, that's only, you know, five minutes from my house here. But, um, 
I only race there probably once a year if I'm lucky, um, sometimes two or three. But um, they're going to have a couple more races there this season for ten grand to win for the super light model stuff, so I'll be there for that. But um, that with that being so close, I mean, I have to say that's the home track, and that's really where I started my racing um, in general when I was four and a half, five years old, racing go-karts out there. So, um, you know, I definitely consider that home. But, you know, Pensacola – New Smyrna, both of those places have been so good to me. Um, you know, they're all they're all like home as well. Yeah, well, I know the first time I met you, and we're going back a little bit now. <laughs> I know I got the gray hair. You haven't got it yet. <laughs> but uh, when I met you, you were just a young whippersnapper at New Smyrna Speedway. It was World Series yeah. time, and you've always had good success at that track, too. It's either feast yeah. or famine, it seems, on that half mile for you. Yeah, yeah, I've... Um... I'll tell you, I've had some really good, some good weeks there, and I've had some really bad weeks. You know, if you're talking the speed weeks in general, and then, um, you know, the Governor's Cup really kicked my butt for years, finally, until this last year. Um, finally got that one done. But I have won a lot of races there. And, um, you know, I have so many friends out there that, that um, you know, attend the, you know, the weekly races mostly there, like the Burke Halters and people like that, that I really just enjoy going out there. And hanging out with those guys and um, Jane Hart, Robert Hart, you know, running the racetrack. They're, you know, great, great job at running the facility. And um, they're putting up some new updates and everything around the racetrack, which is great to see. And it's always good to see, um, you know, a racetrack start to take steps forward to uh, to get better. So hopefully the, the fields get bigger and then the racing gets better and even start paying more money and, you know, start <laughs> being there more. Well, if you just tuned in to Race Time Radio, welcome aboard. We've got a legend right now. This guy can get the job done. The 51 car uh, is Stephen Nassie. They either call him uh, Nasty Nassie or Nice Nasty. Nice, nice <laughs> Nassie. Which uh, Speed Weeks is here. Uh, well, it's going to yeah. be here Thursday. Uh, how often are we going to see you at New Smyrna come uh, next week in the nine nights? Uh, yeah, I'm only going to run the Tuesday. Um, the Tuesday night's the ASA race, so um, we'll be there for that. I'm going to get over there um, Sunday, Sunday, practice Monday, and then race Tuesday. So um, that's all I'm going to do this year. But, um, you know, like I said, if if um, the track can continue to get better and maybe boost the purse up a little bit for these Speed Week shows for the, you know, the nine nights, then, then it could be something that's possible. But it's, you know, definitely kind of hard to get over there and race. But I think it's a good learning experience for kids to take advantage of to get, you know, race and seat time uh, under their belt. I think it could go a long way. Yeah, and a lot of people may have the misconception that it's, you know, big dollar racing every single night. It isn't that way. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it is nine nights of competition. Not all nine nights we see the super lights. Not all nine nights we see the pro lights. But they do a really good job of getting uh, a lot of seat time. And there's a lot of drivers, Stephen, you included, back in the day, would run those nine nights uh, for the exposure and to get the brand yep. out and get recognized. I said, yep. I would say it's really worked. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think um, I had some great races along, you know, Speed Weeks, you know, back with uh, Ty, you know, Majeski was running it with me there. I mean, there was really some good competition at one point. Um, but I think that a time comes where, you know, we were at that age at that point in our careers where that's kind of where we needed to be. But, you know, we put in our dues and it doesn't really make sense at this point for us to, to keep coming back and doing that um, unless there was a little bit more incentive on side, you know, the money side. But at the same time, I think it's a great thing um, for younger drivers to get out there and, and get experience and see time. I think it's it's really necessary. 
Well, and it's kind of cool, too. I know I've been watching the World Series. I've watched the Derby weekends. And, uh, Stephen, you're no stranger to other classes either. If you're there and you got your helmet and somebody's got a seat and they want a real stellar driver, I've seen you jump into those uh, what looks like a wedge super late model up here in Ontario. They're like a sportsman car down there. But, man, you fly in one of them babies. Oh yeah, yeah, the outlaw sportsman cars. I definitely love getting getting the rides in those and um had a really fast car the year I did get the ride and was fortunate for that. But um, you know, whether it's that or the modified, um really one of my goals is I'd like to run every single race at Speed Weeks one year, you know, from the trucks and um, you know, the the street stocks and all that, get into every single one. I think the more racing I can do in a weekend when I'm already there is just the better, you know, makes the time a little better, kind of keeps me out of trouble a little bit too. And, you know, I'm spending just some time at the racetrack and, uh, you know, just kind of keeps me busy. So that's always good. But you are the Kyle Busch in my eyes. You are the Kyle Busch of short track, super late model racing. Uh, you know how to get it done. You go out there, you're a stiff competition. Everybody freaks when you get in the show because they know you're coming, uh, no matter where you qualify. How come we haven't seen you in a, you know, an NASCAR truck or Xfinity or uh, dipping your toe into the cup waters? You are definitely uh, talented to go do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that's a talent thing. It's just, you know, I never really wanted to pull that plug. I, we, you know, when I was younger, we went and met with some people about racing um, some ARCA and then I had seen the number for how much it cost. And I was like, man, I don't think that's a good idea, you know, and. <laughs> Um, I was kind of waiting for an opportunity, whether if it was going to come or not, which I also came to grips that it might not ever come, that NASCAR really isn't a sport where they're kind of looking for that. You know, they're looking, they got tons of drivers lined up that can pay and bring money to the table and have, you know, these corporate funds. Um, And that's just not really me. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm crying broke or anything, but it's, I didn't think it made sense for me. Now, if somebody comes along and, and wants to put me in something, um, you know, I've been trying to let my drive and speak for itself, but at the same time, I'm not, I live a pretty good life. Like I don't have any complaints and, uh, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it does, uh, that'd be great. You know, and I'd love to see what I could do and I think I could do great, but, um, you know, I'm not going to try to force the issue. And, you know, even, uh, you know, Dale Jr. When I had seen him at, um, Nashville a couple of years ago, you know, like Josh Berry kind of just got his break and everything. And I think that if you just kind of keep a level head on your shoulders and um, can kind of stay in the spotlight, which I feel like I've been able to do, you know. Um, so I think maybe one day my day will come. If it does, awesome. If it doesn't, you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But uh, I'm having fun doing what I'm doing right now. That's for sure. You know, I look back and uh, the, the luxury I've got by having the snow on the roof and being in this sport for as long as I have, I remember uh, the gong show. I remember when, mm-hmm. you know, Jack was looking for that next guy. And really, that's where P.D. Shepard up here in Canada got his opportunity. But, you know, yeah. what's what's really wild, Stephen, is Petey got his, his shot. He was supposed to split the truck, he and Carl Edwards. And a mm-hmm. uh, guy came along with money. And that right. was the end of Petey. Oh, it just broke yeah. my heart. And I, I know it did for a lot of different race fans. But that's the yeah. environment we live in. Thank God you love super late model racing and watching you up against, you know, Cole Butcher and Bubba Pollard and every big name. Stephen Nassie, yeah. you are right there with every single one of them. Oh, yeah. And um, listen, I 
I've been in racing for a long time and I've ran races where in a super late model where there's only, you know, 10 cars out on the racetrack and I've run races where there's, you know, 80, 90 cars trying to qualify into the 30 car field, you know, um, we need, you know, the, the guys like Bubba and we need the guys like Casey and, you know, Cole and those guys and guys like me to, to make our sport exciting. I think that's the only thing that keeps it going. If it just had, um, you know, the younger kids only kind of coming through and just making it only a stepping stone. It's really kind of what made the sport and it go downhill in a way. But um, at the same time, you know, I feel like you've gotten the Bubba and me and Casey and, and people of that nature. We have been kind of sticking to it. I know Casey's trying to find a ride and it's hard. It's, you know, money driven. You got to find the sponsors and um, the right opportunity. Um, hopefully some things change. I think the purses change and a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I think people are starting to realize that they need people like us at the track to make it um, exciting and make it uh, something that people want to watch. You got lots of 51 shirts with you. You're going to have them there Tuesday when the ASA series rolls in because I know there's lots of fans that will be wanting one of those Stephen Nassie 51 shirts. You got lots? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got lots of them. And, um, you know, looking forward to getting to back to the fans and getting back, you know, like you said, basically home track. So uh, looking forward to just being around my people again. And like I said, got lots of gear ready to go. So hopefully there's people there to buy it. Oh, there's going to be. I guarantee it. Steven, thanks so much for the time tonight. I got one final question. You, right. Bubba Pollard, we've seen sparks, lots of them. Is there going to mm -hmm. be continued sparks or do you put that race behind you? And does Bubba put it behind you? And you guys run door handle the door handle like you're used to? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the thing is with me and Bubba, um, you know, we're past all like the, the fighting and all that. You know, of course, maybe if it comes to it in a certain situation, who knows what will happen. But um, we have respect for each other. And I think it showed after the Derby deal. It ain't like he come down there and raising hell. Like he kind of knew what the deal was. It was just hard racing. And um, I'm going to go race hard every weekend. And I'll tell you what. It makes it so much more exciting when he's got a good car also and we race hard. So I hope we're rubbing. I hope we're rubbing and sparking, but uh, just not wrecking. So as long as we can rub fenders, that's fine. And as long as we're doing it for a win. Did you hear that? I just heard the cash register ring at the Speedway. More tickets <laughs> yeah. just sold. Steven, thanks so much for the time. I know we'll yeah. be in touch, man. Have a great Speed Week. So we'll be watching. All right, man. Thanks for having me on, and hopefully we'll talk to you after a win. You want to believe it. Steven Massey, driver of the number 51 in the Super Late Models. Oh, you got to watch, man. I'm telling you. One of the best in the United States is that man right there, uh, and he has got his work cut out for him this year. Look at the competition, not only in America. Look at the Canadian competition that's coming down there. They're all going to be gunning and running. With that number 51, you can guarantee it. Back right to the Zoom line we go. And let's welcome in the guy that is pushing all the buttons and really working hard at New Smyrna Speedway. We've got Ryan Stevens. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good to be back on with you. You betcha. You're ready to go. 58th annual. Here's the 48th <clears throat> annual. Listen, I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, I will tell you, man, uh, we had the red eye last night, and uh, it's called the red eye for a reason. That's... Uh, our first race of the season, we go in there and we find out all the things we got to get right for World Series. We had some uh, we had some technical glitches last night, but we were able to get through the show. And uh, you're right, I was pushing all the buttons last night. Uh, I had to do uh, probably the hardest I've ever worked up there in the booth to try to keep the show rolling because we were having so many technical issues. Um, 
Stephen Nancy actually kind of touched on it a little bit. We are making some uh, upgrades to the facility, and one of those upgrades is completely redoing our tower. And it's, I would say, about 50% done right now. And uh, we're burning the midnight oil trying to get it all ready for World Series. But um, we plugged the PA back in on uh, Friday during practice, got everything set up. And wouldn't you know it, right after the National Anthem last night, it blew up. Yeah. So um, we are scrambling to get everything put back together to make sure that we don't have the same problems during World Series. So um, it was quite the night last night. Um, you know, like I said, it's the red eye for a reason. And uh, listen, we had some great action on the racetrack. It was just a little bit different of a, a atmosphere last night. But we are going to be ready for the World Series. We cannot wait. Um, I'm glad we're going to have Stephen Nassi, Bubba Pollard, Chase Elliott, those guys down here for that ASA race. We are super excited to get this thing kicked off. Oh, man, look at the entry list. If you have not seen it yet, <laughs> race fans, the entry list for the ASA race that's going to take place at New Smyrna Speedway will blow your mind. I looked at it. It looks it looks like an ARCA event at Daytona. There's that many cars. It's it's amazing. I mean, there's 43 cars on the, the list. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a few more, you know, show up and add their name to it. Um, you know, we're going to have a last chance qualifier for that event. And uh, it's part of the World Series, too. So that's why you see so many names even on our World Series entry list, because we got a couple of guys. Um, I, I would say there's a good handful of guys. They're going to run a couple of nights to get test and tune for uh, the ASA race. And, you know, midweek it might be a little thin, and then it'll pick back up for the Orange Blossom at the end. And, uh, you know, Stephen Nassie had some really good points. It, it's tough to sustain nine straight nights of racing. You've got to pay out a lot of money for a lot of different classes. you got to keep a lot of different people happy. And, uh, you know, he, he's right about a lot of things. And uh, But at the same token, we have 35-plus modifieds that are going to come down here and race five nights straight. So, you know, I, I see both uh, both ends of everything. Everybody wants to come out here and make money. Everybody wants to come out here and run well at the World Series. But the fact of the matter is only one person can win every night, and really only one person is going to take home that big chunk of change. So you got to come out here with the best stuff. you got to come out here and win. And, you know, whether there's 10 cars on track or 35 cars on track, Everybody's out here to win and put on a show, and it's going to be a hell of a show. Oh, you, you've you got it. Uh, guaranteed, Ryan. It is every single year. Uh, it's just amazing. How's the forecast? Long range looking. Have you uh, ventured to take a peek, or are we still too far out? Well, the good news is uh, we had a front come through today, so hopefully that clears things out. I'm honestly, I used to look at the weather and obsess about the weather, <laughs> um, but that's about the only thing we can't control. So I. You just kind of let that roll and hope. Um, when you race nine straight nights, you pretty much plan on at least having to deal with weather at least once. And uh, last year, it got us pretty good. It, it ruined the Richie Evans. It uh, ruined the first couple of nights of the World Series. So we're hopeful that everything's going to you know, be able to go off without a, a hitch. I think three years in a row, we got all nine nights of racing in. And then last year, the weather got us a little bit. So um, I, I would say there's probably going to be a night or two, especially with the, the weather patterns that we've had. It's been rainy down here. We'll probably get some rain, and hopefully we can fight through it and it won't interrupt too much. Yeah, and if there's anything I've ever learned uh, about doing Speed Weeks and being at the World Series, you guys don't give up quick. Uh, it is Florida, and if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. It will change. Uh, and you guys are fairly relentless you want those nine nights. You don't want to have it where, oh, we got some clouds over there and they're forecasting it to rain. That's it. We're done. 
That isn't the yeah. case at New Smyrna. Everybody's well, we, there. We, we understand that there's people traveling a long way to get here. Um, you know, people from Canada, from up north. Uh, we got people coming from Mexico. We got people coming from Brazil. Um, track time is important to these people because, uh, as Stephen mentioned, you know, the World Series for the lay models nowadays, it, it, track time is more valuable than the money you're taking home. And that's why we have so many youngsters that, that come run the full thing. You know, you guys, you get guys like Stephen Nassie now, Bubba Pollard, that have established themselves in the late model ranks. They come run the big race, and, and that's fine. They're here to win those, those big money races, add that to the resume. So hopefully somebody does start calling them and asking them to drive their truck or Xfinity car. Um, but we, we want to try to get everybody out there. We want everybody to enjoy their time here. It's it's a crazy. It's like running a full season in in nine days. And there's going to be tempers. There's going to be good nights. There's going to be bad nights. Um, but we try. Uh, we wouldn't schedule nine nights in a row if we didn't want to run them. So um, yeah, we we definitely try. And last year, like you said, um, you know, wait five minutes, the weather changes. Last year it seemed like wait five minutes and it just got worse. Yeah. And then it got worse. Yeah. And then the floods hit. And then the winds hit. And it never stopped raining. So um, we're hopeful that doesn't happen again. It's not going to. If you're just tuned in to Race Time Radio, we've got Ryan Stevens, New Smyrna Speedway. He is the announcer there. He does a ton of work in behind the scenes uh, at New Smyrna Speedway. And you're going to see the fruits of his labors along with his whole staff uh, that it takes to do the nine nights of racing that make up the 58th annual World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. All going to get underway Thursday night for practice, correct? That's right. Uh, we're going to have practice. Um, actually, the, the practice can be a little bit thinner than normal. The Superlates, Prolates, and Florida Modifieds will be permitted to practice Thursday. Those cars can park. We used to open up Thursday practice to everybody, and it caused this whole chaos trying to get everybody parked. And then you'd have people taking up parking spots, and they were racing like night nine. Yeah, They'd just be there the whole week with a trailer. Um, you know, we, we do have a lot of space. But uh, it, it fills up quick when you have over 200 entries on the entry list coming and going throughout the week. So um, we, we've gotten together with a few people and come up with a different arrangement for parking this year. Um, so we're kind of going to stagger uh, uh, parking. Like if you're a local division and you only race on the weekends, you're going to park on those days. When your races are over, you got to go or at least go hang out on the campground. Um, you, you don't have to leave the racetrack, but. Right. We got to get out of that parking spot so we can keep things uh, fluid and flowing. We're trying to be a little bit more organized. We got some help from Bob Sargent and those folks from ASA. We have the folks from CRA uh, helping us with things. Rusty Marcus has been busy behind the scenes working on things. Um, Holly Hanna has been just burning the midnight oil. Me and Holly are constantly messaging, trying to get things figured out, make sure everybody's taken care of. Um, it, it takes a lot to make this happen, and we only have so many people on staff. So, um, Everybody's busting, but this is the busiest time of year for everybody. If you've been uh, following our social media and seeing all those entry posts, that, that's what I do. I, I see the entries come in. I make those posts. I try to find pictures, try to find good stats and, and paint these people in a good light to really pump this thing up. And it, it's it's going to be spectacular. Who are our current winners? Who won last night? I didn't get the results. Who won last night? So we we had a, a hell of a night on, on track. And like I said, I was dealing with some issues up there in the booth and uh, one of the best races of the night was the Prolate model race, and I spent half the night uh, unplugging things and plugging it back in, trying to get things to work and figuring out what the heck the issues were. Um, but Jason Vale won our Prolate model race. He's been a local racer with us for a long, long time in the 407 car. Um, he beat uh, Truck Series regular Lawless Allen, who was driving for Jet Motorsports. 
um, who came home second. George Phillips had the fastest car, but he got into it with the double zero. Jimmy run through late in the race. They got sent to the back, and uh, Jason Vale finally picked up a big pro late model win. He's been so dominant in the sportsman for many, many years, and uh, he came through with the late model win. The pro late model win last night, um, again, Wallace Allen was second, George Phillips third. Brad May just kind of had an average night, still <laughs> finished fourth in the pro late. And Tony Breidinger came through with a top five finish uh, in the in the prolate race. So it was kind of a wild, crazy one. But the good news is we didn't tear too much stuff up. So those guys can come back uh, for World Series starting on uh, Friday. In the super late, it was Brent Cruz, who was the dominant car, came through and got the win for Donnie Wilson Motorsports ahead of Jeff Chiquette in the 21. And uh, Billy Van Meter came home with a great third place run. In the super late 50, followed by Michael Goddard and Brad May, we had, um, if you remember back to last year's World Series, we had some uh, controversy with the cheese gum. Yep. People running it over. Uh, that reared its ugly head last night. But it caught our track regulars, Bobby Good and Brad May. Late race restart, they ran over the cone. Uh, so that's going to be fresh in everybody's mind to come to World Series. So, again, that's that's what was kind of nice about the red-eye being right before the World Series. Yeah, a couple of cars might have kept it on the trailer versus participate this weekend. But the cars that came out, they got to practice um, and, and they got to get used to race conditions. So um, it was kind of a, a wild night. Uh, but the good news is, like I said, we didn't really tear too many people up until the Bombers came out on the racetrack. Well, that's good. That's the entertainment yes. part of the night for uh, everybody. If you come to see the crashes, that's usually the class that is going to supply yeah. that part of it. Ryan, we're at the top of the hour. I've got to throw the keys back to Sirius XM, but uh, got to thank you for your time and jumping in. Of course. Uh, you're in for nine beautiful nights. Uh, if fans got to get to the racetrack, you can get tickets right at the Speedway. Or if you're uh, a stump like me and you can't make it, you've got to get flow racing so you don't miss any of the action at New Smyrna. Right, get those wires hooked up. You got a busy nine nights, and I know I look forward to getting you back on the show, and we can look at this baby in the rearview mirror. Sound good? Sounds like a plan to me. You betcha, Ryan Stevens, right there, New Smyrna Speedway. You got to head to the track. You do not want to miss these nine nights of racing, uh, if at all possible. As mentioned, I got to throw it back to the studio in Toronto. They got a quick news package. They're going to get you up to date. Takes 90 seconds. And then hour number two begins. And I got to tell you, we got uh, Butterbean Queen coming up on the other side. We got Landon Huffman. And we got Isabella Robusto. She was at New Smyrna last night. Didn't go well for her. We'll find out why. But the good part is she's healthy and she's going to be at the World Series. You can guarantee it. But we're going to throw it back to Toronto and get you up to date then back with you live right here on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks, and Rev TV Canada every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. We'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence. At LeafRacewear.com, we're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. 
This is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. It's Austin Cedric. Joey Logano. Michael McDowell. Denny Hamlin. This is Austin Dillon. The Daytona 500 is coming. It's NASCAR's biggest race. When you think of races you want to win, Daytona is number one on every driver's list. It can define a career. For the rest of my life, I'll, I'll be, be known, known as, as the Daytona, Daytona 500, 500 champion. champion. The Daytona 500. Sunday, February 18th at 1.30 Eastern. On SiriusXM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. And the all-new SiriusXM app. There's no race like the Daytona 500. It truly is the great American race. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins all live tonight. Right here on Rev TV Canada and on uh, Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Don't forget, you can if you ever miss Race Time Radio, you can get to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch live whenever we're on the air. Or you can go back and watch previous episodes of Race Time. Uh, all possible on our YouTube channel. Please do us a favor and hit subscribe when you're there. It is relatively new. Uh, so that's why you don't see a lot of uh, a lot of uh, s- subscriptions just yet, but it's coming. And we got to thank absolutely every one of you as well. The performance motorsportnetwork.com down in the U.S. Uh, Steele and his group down there uh, re-air Race Time Radio three, four times throughout the course of the week, all at different times. So if you missed it, you can always catch it on the performance motorsportnetwork.com. And we want to thank absolutely everyone that carries Race Time Radio and uh, gives us this national stage to stand on and uh, bring you some great guests like we've got coming up in this hour. Uh, if you haven't heard the name yet of Brennan Queen, uh, it, B- Butterbean Queen is his nickname, and uh, he drives the 03 car in the Cars Tour. Uh, we'll see him, I guarantee you, at Speed Weeks this week uh, coming up uh, and Trust me when I say, if you don't know who he is, you will by the end of Speed Weeks. He's got an opportunity to go to Victory Lane lots throughout the course of 2024. He's one of those Hoosier heroes. Uh, We'll also hear in this hour from Landon Huffman. Uh, You want to talk about uh, DNA uh, in racing? He's got the right DNA. Uh, He is the offspring of Shane Huffman uh, in ARCA. I know they got a huge ARCA effort coming forward for the uh, 200 coming up at Daytona. Uh, his dad, Shane, is uh, not only an excellent competitor, uh, but what a, what a guide. What a guide to have in your corner. And Landon is going to join the show tonight. He's part of the NASCAR weekly program, the Advanced Auto Parts. Uh, you can catch him at Hickory. And I do believe he even got his butt into one of those ARCA cars just a couple of weeks ago when they were testing at Daytona. So getting a feel for that car, we'll find out what he felt behind his, uh, be, behind his fingertips and his butt. Uh, and we'll catch up with Landon here tonight on the show. And Isabella Robusto, another name that I guarantee is going to come to the surface through this 58th annual World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. She was at the Red Eye last night. Uh, with Donnie Wilson Motorsports, so she's in good equipment. She can pilot it. Uh, last night, unfortunate trouble. Oil line went in the car. Uh, and when that happens, you're done. 
Um, so if she didn't make the feature, uh, that all line broke, I believe, in practice. Um, and, and, you know, uh, saved the car, but uh, uh, it was a long way to go for going down there and blowing an oil line off a car. But it happens, right? Uh, Isabel is going to join us here tonight on the show, and we'll talk to her about what she's got coming forward in this year's World Series. And uh, with everything that she's got going on, you can guarantee it's going to be a real busy season for uh, healthy Isabella uh, Robusto. But uh, what do you say we get to that Zoom line and let's welcome in that Butterbean Queen. We got him. What's going on tonight there, Brennan? How you doing, bud? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, good to good to see you. I know it ain't in person, but uh, it's better than nothing, right? <laughs> you want to believe it. You want to believe it. So you're ready to go. 2024, the talk's all over. You got the zero three all set to fly, kiddo. I'm ready, man. I'm, uh, yeah, we had so much momentum at the end of the year. We really didn't want it to end, but, uh, unfortunately that's how it goes. And at the same time, uh, it was nice to have some time off and, and get to do some things away from the track, but you know, we're, we're itching to go. We're, um, getting a little bit later starting normal. I'm not racing next week at the icebreaker like I normally do, but looking forward to the season opener in March for the cars tour. And we already did our media day and all that. So it's, it's getting real. It's getting close and we're ready to go. How do you uh, like what they have done with the cars tour over the last couple of seasons um, has been monumental. And the growth of that series is all attributed to guys like you uh, that, that prepare equipment and make it out to the races. It's huge, man. I can't tell you like, when, when the wave is felt and the ripples ripples are felt all the way up here in Canada, that's saying something. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a really big series, and um, I'm I'm really proud to be a part of it. You know, they got some good things going. One of the big things, obviously, is the ownership group having those big names involved helps everything when it comes to you know racing when they're involved. Everybody you know seems to tune in, but I think what's even better than just the ownership group is how good the racing is. You know, there's not a lot of other series that the top 20 cars are within a tenth, tenth and a half. You know, normally it's a half a second gap once you get back there. But in the cars tour, you know, you'll see guys come in that won the week before and and might not make the race the next week if they're not high enough in points. So it's it's tough. It's like in, in our world, you know, Martinsville is a big late model race for everybody. You know, there's like 80, 90 cars a year that go to that and you have to make the show. And the cars tour to me is like a mini Martinsville every week. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it would be with the competition. What's it like preparing a car to go compete in it? You guys you talk about dot every I and cross every T you got to do that on a consistent basis or you're on the outside as a fan looking in. Absolutely. You know, I had the privilege of racing out of my backyard for many years before I got my opportunity to race for Lee Pulliam last year. So I know what goes into it just to have those cars ready. And man, it's just, it's a full-time job. I mean, people say it's a hobby and they can say this and that, but you know, I treat it, it's a job for me when I go to race, I'm there to win and, and I want to make a career out of it. So it is a job. Uh, but we do have fun with it. And then obviously I know how much work Lee puts into it. I mean, to win the championship, you have to have an average finish of third, really. Last year I, I had an average finish of 
3.9 or four and the champion had like a 3.5. So it just shows you that you're going to have to be top three every week, just about to, to win this deal. So it's, I mean, it's tough and you know, you can't have it that, and that leads me to, you can't have a mechanical failure. You know, it's not just about running good. It's about, um, having a motor issue, a rear end issue, a part failure, a uh, run over a piece of debris and cut a tire down. I mean, it's just so many things that have to go your way all year long and not just on one night. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a whole pile of 99-cent pieces sometimes that it comes down to. Uh, do you know? Do we change them? Do you not? Luckily for you, you are with a pro team. Tell us about the guys that surround you because not often enough for those guys mentioned – and uh, sort of laid out, we we get a chance to see the driver and get to know the personality, but it's really the team unit that makes up one of these race teams. Who you got with you? It is. You know, Lee Pulliam obviously owns and, and is a big part of his operation, and he works on the cars, crew chief some. Last year I had uh, Doug as my crew chief, but this year he's got some uh, family stuff, you know, for the weekend's plans, so he will not be my, uh, my full-time crew chief, but – uh, you know, we got Lee, you've got uh, at the shop, they've got uh, Colin and Dave, Leroy, or we call him Leroy. You got uh, Christian when he's there. I don't know uh, how much he's been there lately, but uh, they're all a big part of it. And then, you know, Lee's like the ringleader, obviously, it's his operation. And then at the track, we've got my tire guy, uh, Doug, another Doug, we call him Eddie. Uh, we've got, um, you know, Butch and there's so many other guys that show up, um, Marshall and Jimmy, there's, they, they just, you don't, don't know who's going to be there every week. We try to, you know, we kind of depends on their schedules. A lot of them are volunteer help, but my spotter, Anthony's a big part of, of my deal. Cause he obviously is my eye in the skies. And then, um, you know, my girlfriend, Nicole does a lot of my social media and stuff at the track and, it's just a, it's honestly, man, it's like a big family, even though we're all coming from different areas. And then this year we're going to have Chad on the team uh, who helped us for a couple of my wins last year. He was with another team. He was kind of bouncing back and forth, but we, uh, we locked him down for this year. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Sure. There's some guys I'm forgetting, but it's just kind of every week's different. I don't really know who's on my car. Cause we're a two car team, obviously um, right. with Isabella this year. And um, that, that's going to be exciting having her uh, as a teammate, her and I, have uh, gotten to know each other and uh, worked out a little bit together and just kind of building that relationship. So we're going to be able to help each other out. Brandon, where, where's home for you? I know it's not Fergus, Ontario. Whereabouts is home for you? I'm in Chesapeake, Virginia. Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, so your roots, where did you start racing? I started racing carts uh, when I was six, around six, seven range. And it was kind of the ladder back then was carts, legend cars, late models. And that's the route I went. Obviously I've raced a lot of stuff in between, um, on off weekends. Obviously now I race a dirt late model, uh, part-time it was full-time for a season. Now it's just kind of when I'm available with my schedule, but, uh, I've raced a modified, I've drove all kinds of stuff, but you know, primarily I went carts, legends, late models. So look into that crystal ball for us and tell me, what do you see five years down the road? Where are you going to be? Where do you want to be? I want to be a cup champion, right? That's what everybody says. So uh, I'm going to make it happen. You know, I I tell everybody I made it to Daytona in an ARCA race. 
weeks and then kind of got knocked back down and and thought everything was over and then now I've kind of resurrected my career and and had a lot of success last year and leading into this year we got a lot of exciting things coming up but that's our goal man we're going to make it one way or another we don't have the biggest budget we don't have uh you know a lot of family money or anything like that but we have a a really hard, hard work ethic uh, we go to the track and we try to perform uh, on that side of things, and one way or another, we're going to find the money and make it. <laughs> well, you got you got the heart to do it too, kid. I can tell you that from meeting you down at PRI. I think of another uh, guy that did it uh, from Chesapeake, Virginia. That uh, he he did it. He did it, and he That's came right. out of a scrapyard and never quit. Uh, and of course, we're talking about Ricky Rudd. Do you That's ever right. slide by Ricky's joint? Is he around? Have you ever met him? I so I have not. He I saw him one time at uh, we had a parade, and he was a grand marshal. But I've never personally gotten the chance to talk to him. Um, I've I've seen him. I've heard about the salvage yard. I think they sold it. But I, I don't personally know him. Uh, probably the only one from that time era that's that's reached out to me would probably be Mark Martin. Uh, he's reached out to me and actually bought a bought a T-shirt of mine, and I had to ship it out to him out west. And uh, he's a supporter of mine and always following me and liking my stuff. But um, I know he that's a little off topic, but they race together. So that's probably the only one from that that era that I, I've actually you know gotten to talk to. So. How cool is that? I'll guarantee you, Ricky still loves this sport. I'll bet you he knows who you are, buddy. I, I was going to say that I would love for somebody to to reach out, or if they knew him, to to try to get him a hold of, uh, you know, to talk to me and give me some tips or something. But it'd be cool just because nobody from Chesapeake since him has really made it. So um, It'd be cool to see what he thought of me and if he uh, was a fan or not. You know, even if he wasn't, it'd still be cool to know. So. <laughs> yeah, he would be. I guarantee it. Uh, I did meet Ricky Rudd back in the day down on Pit Road. He'll never remember me. But uh, <laughs> back then he was in the tide car, and I spent about 15 minutes talking to him. He's the real deal, something like you, Brennan Queen. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. I, I tell everybody at the end of the day um, – we get, you know, we get to go race and, and do all that. But at the end of the day, we're no different than anybody else. And, and that's how I, that's how I always want to be known. Like I could, you could see me down the street at the Seven Eleven, and I'm going to talk to you if you come up to me. I'm not, I'm not anybody special. I'm just, uh, just a racer. And I like to do things just like everybody else away from the racetrack. But when it comes down to it, it's uh business and I'm ready to get after it on track so yeah Yeah, and you do you do a great job at it we love watching the cars tour we're going to see you again this year uh so speed weeks in front of us lots of stuff happening of course world series at new smyrna we've got uh volusia county uh all fired up lots of dirt stuff happening everywhere where are you going to be keyed in what what, what's going to occupy your time i think uh probably during speed weeks i thought about going down there and going to watch some dirt racing and stuff, but I think I'm probably going to just keep um, on my workout program, trying to be in the, I, I've kind of, that's been the area I've neglected. So I'm trying to be a better person on that end of things, uh, eating a little bit better, stuff like that. Probably just going to keep the train focused until I get back to racing. I'll watch, you know, I'll probably tune in on TV. I know I'll watch Daytona and stuff. And study. I'm always studying the races when I'm watching them. But 
Um, unfortunately, I'm not racing anything during speed weeks, but uh, it'll just be honestly, it'll be torture because I'll be getting the itch ready to race and. Uh, we'll probably keep working on the dirt car because I know I'm going to race uh, probably a little more dirt than I did last year. So it's, it's looking like I'm going to be able to go to a, more tracks than I did last year. So I'm excited about that adventure. Uh, I think it makes me even better on the asphalt, which is my main focus. But um, I definitely like being that guy that they're like, man, he'll he'll show up at the dirt track on a, on a Friday night, even if I'm racing on Saturday or, or on an off weekend. You know, it's cool to bring the fan base on both sides, so it's really cool. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, I, I don't care where you end up. That'll drive you nuts watching if you went right to a racetrack. The good part about tuning in on a live stream or uh, watching on your television, you can, when it starts driving you crazy, you can turn your head or walk away a bit. But when you're <laughs> at the racetrack, you're sunk, man. You're either behind the wheel or you're on the other side of the gate in between races. Friend, this is going to be an awesome year, man. I can't wait to see you back behind the wheel. Uh, so many things to look forward to in this car tour this year. And uh, I know we look forward to getting you back on here somewhat regularly and uh, checking things out, see how you're making out, kid. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Uh, I try to just balance it in the schedule. And anytime you need me, buddy, I'm more than happy to, to come on here and, uh, you know, maybe get some fans up your way. <laughs> I, absolutely let's get some t-shirts sold you got them some, available yeah i had to i had to get them uh on uh, crossauthentics.com they can get some butterbean merch we're uh kind of low on stock right now but we're um we're working on uh a lot of merch for next year and i'm working on uh getting my merch trailer going too for next year so good we'll, job uh, looking forward to it you want to believe it thanks so much for the time tonight on race time we genuinely appreciate it get ready uh we, we can't wait for race number one bud Hey, thanks again, man. Have a good night. Brandon Butterball Bean. Butter Bean. Queen. <laughs> That's not that, Don't ask me where I get the ball from, but uh, he is a ball. He's a great guy. Uh, looking forward to seeing him back behind the wheel of his Cars Tour machine. We're going to hit this quick break. When we come back, Landon Huffman's going to join the show all live. Stay with us. I'm John Roberts. You're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. And exclusive podcasts, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Watson, put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. 
the world's best fire starter. There are thousands of parts and pieces that go into today's race cars. GSR Parts has what you need. And they ship coast to coast in Canada. GSR Parts specializes in dirt sprint car chassis, modifieds, and so much more. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, road course or in a straight line, GSR Parts has the parts you need to get you back on track and in victory lane. Give Jerry Baker a call and visit them on Facebook at GSR Parts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Quick, quick fire starters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a quick, quick fire starter. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Oh, Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels falling in heaven. <laughs> Dad, what was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick Quick Fire Starters, <laughs> the world's best fire starter. <laughs> Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, one and all, all live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And we are going to go right back to that Zoom line and we're going to bring in a young driver that I know you are going to hear from. Uh, in the in due course, in due course of time, he is working his way up through the ranks. And you want to talk about having the right DNA in this sport? This next guest has got that. He's got all of it. Let's welcome him in. We have Landon Huffman. What's going on, Landon? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. You got that number twenty-eight all shined up, bolted together, and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, it's it's almost ready. We're not quite there yet, but it's pretty close. Well, you still got a little bit of time left. Uh, do you get out in the shop and work much on the car? Um, from time to time, yeah. I, so right now I have school, so I don't, you know, I go down there in the afternoon sometime. But you know, I'm not there usually when all the guys are there. But I try, I try to be there as much as possible. Well, and you got to hit the books hard too, right? If you don't hit the books, you won't be hitting the racetrack. I can guarantee that. Yeah, my mom's pretty strict on that. <laughs> yeah, I can well imagine. Uh, how are things coming along uh, with the 28 car? What's the plan for you this year? Uh, NASCAR Weekly program, we see you in that Hickory Motor Speedway, uh, one of those racetracks that is just, as a driver, uh, I guess if you like that racetrack, then you'd eat it up. But uh, it looks like it eats up a lot of race cars. Yeah, it's... Uh... 
it's it's looking exciting for this year. I think we're going to run, you know, South Boston, Florence, Hickory, Tri-County some a good bit, maybe get into a, a few car store races here and there. It just depends on, you know, what what the other guys that are going to run late model stuff want, are wanting to run. But um, I'm, I'm excited for sure. Uh, I hope we could do get to run a few of those car store races because, you know, those are obviously bigger and I feel like more exciting, you know, going into um, – but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm for sure excited. Well, I guess. I guess so. And, and you've been working hard to move up through the ranks. Uh, a little bird told me that you may have got a couple laps at the big track uh, in an ARCA car just a couple of weeks ago. Was that was that truth? Yeah, it was. That was uh, I got to do the Daytona test a few weeks ago. That was, it was a blast. Um, you know, it's just it's pretty boring right around there. Just, you know, you're wide open. It kind of turns for you when you go off in the corner. So you just kind of hold the wheel and, you know, there's not much to do, but it's still really cool to be out there. Like, you know, watching, cause as a kid, you, you sit there and you watch it on TV and it's like, you know, when you actually get to do it, it's one of the coolest things in the world. So yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a great experience. Oh yeah. The goosebumps, right? Coming up on the arms as you come up through the tunnel and all of a sudden you, uh, there it is. There is Daytona International Speedway, something that you've been at lots of times. But now this time you're going to go and you're getting behind the wheel of one of those cars, especially one that is, uh, Shane Huffman approved and built. Uh, that's, that's got to be some good news right there. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. So take us for a lap around there. I know you say, and, and you know, I guess the, I don't know whether this would uh, equate to it or not, but when you're in an airplane and you're going down the runway and you're doing that, like 200 miles an hour down the runway, as soon as that plane lifts off, everything goes in slow motion, right? It's just, but everything is moving now at that same rate of speed. It would be the same in that race car, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's it definitely doesn't feel like you're going as fast as you are, um, just because everything's so far away. But um, you know, when you go when you're going through the corners, it's crazy the amount of downforce. Like you get sit down in the seat so much. It's I would say it's probably more than you know when an airplane is taking off and like coming off the ground. Like it's probably more right there. It's it's pretty crazy like how how pushed back you are in the seat. Like it it's really cool. Can you imagine the old days, Landon, when those guys didn't have any kind of headrests or anything? They were sitting there in like a stock seat in a stock car. Can you imagine yes. going around Daytona and something like that? I couldn't. Yeah, we were we were talking about that after I got out, and I'm like, that that's crazy because they're going faster than we are right now, and they're they're sliding and they're like, it's it's crazy to think about. Oh yeah, and they got a leather helmet, like a leather football helmet on, yeah, thinking they're protecting the noodles. <laughs> Incredible. The safety features today, and thank God they're all in play. Uh, you know that 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 it keeps you guys safe, and uh, that's kind of cool to know that you're pinned to the seat going through the banking at Daytona. I bet you there's no feeling like it. It's something that you're going to want to replicate a lot of years. Yeah, for sure. There's there's most definitely nothing like it. And I, I do hope to do it a lot upcoming in the upcoming years. Good deal. Uh, Speed Week's in front of us, all coming up. Uh, are you going to be down at New Smyrna? Are you going to do any laps? Or are uh, you going to be with dear old dad over at the big track getting things ready to go for uh, – the Aussie that's coming in going behind the wheel. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't get to run any uh, down there at New Smyrna, but I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sure if I'm going to get to go to Daytona yet or not just because of school and all, you know. So uh, I hope I do get to go because it's really cool just to be there, you know. But um, 
I don't know if I'll get to go yet or not. Well, I'll tell you a true story. I'm at Daytona. Uh, this is quite a few years ago now. Uh, my wife and I actually at Daytona, we're going along and I'm getting interviews with some ARCA guys, some truck guys. And I look and I'm over in the cup garage and I see this young guy and he couldn't have been, I'm going to say 12 years old, walking around and he had a Hendrix shirt on. And I wonder, well, I wonder who that kid is. Well, it was young Chase Elliott uh, when he had first signed with Hendrick, getting to learn the ropes. He was in the garage area. And, of course, his dad, Bill Elliott, he would have grown up in the sport, just like you with Shane. But there's things that you're going to pick up on as a driver now and as someone that is heading down that road. You're going to look at things totally different now than the way you've been looking at it uh, prior to the time where you're going to get the opportunities. Things are getting real for you now, right? Yeah, they 100% are. Because, you know, past years when I'd go to the track with, like, my dad, you know, with the ARCA team and all, I was mainly, you know, helping, like, doing small stuff, not, not nothing big. But now I go and, like, you know, when Connor was there and he was in the car and Shane as well, I would talk to both of them as, like, you know, when they come in. There's not a bunch to talk about at Daytona, about Daytona, but, you know, other tracks I feel like, I, I try to talk to the driver, whoever it might be, as much as possible. Just, you know, like, because if I get to run there someday, you know, it's, it's cool to already have that knowledge going into it from that time on, you know. So I try to talk to the driver as much as possible, yeah. Now, how confusing is it today? We got you, Landon Huffman. We got another Landon Huffman that's running currently in, I, I don't know whether it's Carson or ASA, but uh, he, he's also there. The two is. The name spelt the same in the whole shot. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely interesting. And it's also funny. We we probably don't live 20 minutes from each other. Like, I've, I've never been to his house or anything, but he's like, the town that he lives in is probably 20, 30 minutes away from me. So uh, it's definitely crazy that things worked out like that. Well, uh, Jason White, there is two Jason Whites that we both know in the truck series. One is uh, Sun Peaks, B.C., and the Canadian version, and the other Jason White, of course, down in the U.S. It is pretty wild when you see the two names on the either on the same race, uh, which we've seen in the past, not often, uh, but it really makes you think, and you really got to start digging. Where's the hometown? So I know which one I'm dealing with here. Uh, just, just thought I'd throw that in at you, bud. Uh, so uh, what are you doing to stay sharp and get ready for the season? Are you doing lots of eye racing, lots of sim? Yeah, I, I get on eye racing a good bit. Um, the late model stock on there is not 100%, you know, accurate. So I don't, I don't run in a ton, but I just, I get in there and I just like to, you know, have fun with my buddies or whatever it might be. But, uh, yeah, I've been on eye racing a decent bit. Yeah, good. And you got to do something, right? You got to do something. Uh, when the door is closed and your mom thinks you're doing homework and you're out there on the sim, uh, it's not all bad. And you're not lying when you say you're doing homework. Yeah, I'm still learning. Yeah, you're still learning all the way through. Cool stuff. Tell us about the team you got assembled for you this year when you do get that green flag in the air. What's going to be race number one for you? Um, th I think it's going to be either Hickory or Florence the first weekend of March. So, you know, it's coming up, and I'm very excited for it. I wish we would get to do the, uh, the icebreaker at Florence in a few weeks, but uh, unfortunately we're not going to be able to get to that one just because the car isn't 100% ready yet. So, uh, But I'm excited for first weekend of March to get out there, wherever it might be. I'm probably gonna, it's probably going to be at Hickory, but uh, I'm excited 
uh, nonetheless. Yeah, cool. Now, how about the team surrounding you? Who's going to be on top of the box? Who have you got going to the track with you? Uh, we just got a new crew chief. His name's Steven. Um, he was at Chad, Chad Bryant racing the years past. So uh, I'm excited for that because they've run good, you know. So uh, he's he's really smart from, you know, when I've talked to him. And I'm for sure excited for that. Oh yeah, Chad Bryant. There's a name that we've been hearing up here. He's gonna give a. He's gonna be coupled up with our Trayton Lapsovich. Uh, that's gonna be a an incredible combination. Uh, you can see that one coming. Uh, but that's kind of cool when you get uh, guys with expertise like that that are gonna be uh, ones that you can trust. How about spotter wise? Who is your spotter? Do you have the same one all the time? Is it Shane? Uh, we've went through a few different ones. Um. I had at Florence. I had Brandon Wilkinson, and he's he's one of the best I've had. Like he is amazing on top up there. It's uh, he fed me so much information, but did it so you know passively to where it wasn't putting too much on me, you know. And he always he kept me like I I probably ran the same line most of the race, you know, just because of him. Like he didn't let me come off an inch too high off of four and not tell me. So it's always great to have that. But uh, my dad did do it a few times. Um, my old tire guy in go-karts he did it a few times for us because uh, he, he's always wanted to do it and you know he got up there he wasn't too bad at it so uh he might come back a few times this year when he can and uh we'll we'll just see you know who who we can get up there how about sponsorship on that beautiful 28 how is it coming along do you got uh, all the quarter panels filled up in the hood uh we're still we're still working on that a little bit there's still a few more people to talk to with that but uh it's it's getting closer right now. Yeah, work in progress. It always is. It'd be no different for you, Landon, uh, and that that's cool. Uh, are you part of that process as well? Uh, it's mainly my mom and my dad. You know, I I kind of I throw out you know what I would like on there, kind of you know. But at the end of the day, I don't really care. Like if it's money, I'm going to represent it. You know, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I I have a small part in it. You know, but I try and talk to who I can with it as much as possible. Well, they dial it in, and you got to perform. You're the one that uh, has to take it from there after the ink is sort of dry. Uh, it all sort of falls on you, and uh, for, for good cause. I, I can see a bright future coming for you. How's the Who's Your Hero program going? Have you heard much uh, much accolades? You're on the poster, man. Yeah, it's it's coming along. Um we uh we found out what we were gonna get for this year and um you know it's definitely exciting. I'm glad that they're doing something like this, you know, for the drivers. It's definitely a really big thing, you know. For me, like it's cool to just be a part of it, you know. But uh I'm I'm for sure excited to, you know, represent that this year too. Man, class of two thousand and twenty four. That you're gonna go in the history books, you know that, right? This program is gonna continue for a lot of years. And Landon Huffman, you're on there as a representative. That is gotta be uh, one of the coolest things so far in your young career. But I know we all can't wait to see you on the racetrack, kiddo. Uh, March can't come soon enough. No, it definitely can't. Well, you get to Daytona. Tell your mom that uh, it's a it's a class school trip or something. I'll, I'll let her know. I'll tell her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. Thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. I know we'll check in with you after you get behind the steering wheel, get things locked in, and uh, get some results. What? What's gonna be, uh, what's gonna be your goal this year? What what's success gonna look like for you? As a final question, uh, what's success gonna be for you this year? 
Um, you know, I'd say, you know, just win as much as possible. I don't really think we're going out for a track championship or a championship of any kind necessarily, but uh, just to win as much as possible. I mean, if we could end the year with, uh, I mean, like, you know, a win is always nice, but if you can end with like 10 or so, that's that's a good year, I feel like. So, uh, you know, we'll go out, we'll just try and win as much as possible and see what happens. Okay. Landon Huffman in the W column. That's what you're looking for. As many of them W's as you can get uh, and get to as many tracks as you can. You're going to need the experience, kiddo. Uh, you're going to be going places, and uh, it's all coming at your rocket fast. Uh, good on you. Yes, sir. Thank you. You betcha. Thanks so much for the time. Get back to the book, study lots, and then you can go play. I'll try. You bet. That's Landon Huffman. Watch for him in the 28 car. Uh, I'm telling you, the kid's got tons, tons of talent. And uh going to be very interesting to see where he ends up uh, as the uh, races all click by. All experience, right? Uh, you need it. And uh, Landon Huffman's a real deal. We're going to hit this final break of the night when we come back. We're going to switch over and get a girl in here that has got more talent uh, than than a, a lot of drivers. I can guarantee you that. Isabella Busto going to join us on the other side of this quick break. All live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hey, race fans, this is Trevor Bain, and I'm glad you're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. So, how's that rebuild going? Have you got that race car ready to go yet? You still looking for parts? Have you called GSR Parts yet? You want to save some money, right? So you can buy the stuff you need throughout the course of the year. GSR Parts carries all the big name brands, along with some parts that are manufactured right on site. Centrally located in Ontario, you can stop by and Pick up the parts you need, or they'll ship them nationwide. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, they even carry parts for road course cars. Give Jerry Baker a shout, 226-583-8001. And keep an eye on GSR Parts Facebook page. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. 
quick wick fire starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick wick fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Andy Gadish, Nova Scotia. I want my If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM, channel 167. And hello to everyone out there watching on Rev TV Canada, uh, one of the best motorsports channels that you'll ever find here in Canada. I can guarantee you that. If you haven't got Rev TV yet, what are you doing? Uh, Speed Weeks is in front of us. You're going to want Rev TV Canada. Uh, Mike and Ed and the whole cast and characters at Rev TV uh, does a phenomenal job each and every week uh, with the programming. Another new announcement this week. Uh, you got to have Rev TV. Uh, incredible, to say the least, uh, at Rev TV Canada. But what do you say we get back to the Zoom line? Now, I can't see her just yet, uh, but I do believe we've got Isabella Robusto on the other end of that dark screen. What's going on, Isabella? How Hi. are you? I'm good. I'm actually pulling over on the road right now. Oh, so I'll okay. Turn my screen on real quick. Okay, no, no, that's fine. You you take it easy. Um, pull over, and I'll, I'll no, put right. I'll pull you back you're up right. in a second. You just pull over and take All your right. time there, and we're gonna bring Isabella up here in just a moment. She's gonna flick her screen on, and we're gonna get a chance to talk to Isabella. She ran the red eye last night, or tried to, um, but unfortunately blew an oil line off the car and. Consequently, that ended her day. Now, if you just tuned to Race Time Radio, you've got to know that the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, the 58th annual, i got my 48th annual on right now, uh, but the 58th annual is coming up. It all starts Thursday night, coming up, practice, and then straight into night number one at New Smyrna is Friday night next week. Uh, if you can't make it to the racetrack and Trust me when I say if you're down in that area, you got to make tracks to New Smyrna Speedway, Daytona. You don't want to miss the action there. Volusia County is another real good one to uh, key into. Uh, but the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, as a short track uh, fan, uh, you got to go there. And I know Isabella is going to play into the mix next week uh, when she is behind the wheel of that number 28 car. She is joining us now on the Zoom line. What's going on there, kiddo? You look great. How you doing? Thank you. Um, pretty good. I'm actually heading back home. I went to the Toyota Performance Center today and did some workout and recovery stuff, just getting ready for speed weeks to start. I've got Monday and Tuesday there, and then we head out Wednesday morning to go for 
10 days of racing, so I'm super excited about that. I bet. Long road to recovery, but the road comes to an end now. You get to go back behind the wheel. And I know you were on the weekend. Uh, take us back through yesterday. I know it was heartbreak for you, but oil lines come off. Uh, what what all uh, took place before then? Um, so I got in the car Friday uh, evening. They had kind of a 6 to 10 p.m. practice, and um, from the first run, we were right up to pace, um, even a little bit faster than I was last year when I was there. So um, super positive on that. Um, the car was really good. I think that the team and I did a great job kind of Friday night optimizing everything and kind of getting it where we needed to be. And then Saturday, um, got into the Yahoo Toyota Camry, and we were P1 on the charts for both practices. Um, felt really good about our qualifying trim and race trim. And um, unfortunately, on the lap 13 of our 15-lap race run for the last practice, um, we had an oil line blow and kind of back had ended up causing me to kind of spin around and back it into the fence a bit. So um, we weren't able to, unfortunately, weren't able to race. But um, I think if we did, we were definitely had a shot at the win. And um, just super fortunate to be back into the car racing and. It felt really good to kind of get back with the team and kind of get everything going. So um, happy kind of where we left everything. So feeling confident when we go back on Wednesday for all the, the World of Outlaws uh, or the speed weeks that we go for. Um, so feel really confident about that. I think we can pick up a couple wins there next week. Well, listen, kiddo, they all knew you were there yesterday. Uh, you can guarantee that. That would have sent shockwaves through everybody. Oh, no, she's back, and she's looking really good. Oil lines do come off. It happens. Uh, thankfully, uh, you're okay. Uh, the car can be fixed. I bet your dad uh, would have had his heart in his mouth. Um, yeah, he was kind of a little bit stressed there, kind of, we didn't know what happened at the start. I knew something on the car broke, because he kind of just, I went into turn three, and all of a sudden, I was backwards in the wall before I knew what happened, and, um, so I knew something broke in the car, and it was kind of just a, we had to open up the hood, and then we clearly knew what happened, um, and then you could kind of see on the racetrack, too, so, um, yeah, he was definitely kind of wondering what happened, but, uh, I think I kind of, checked off another box too of getting my first crash out of the way since my since my big one and coming back so um no big deal kind of just shook it off got out of the car and um was more mad about anything because i knew that we had a car that could win the race but um yeah unfortunate uh for toyota and the whole team but i think we're going to be really strong when we come back on wednesday I guarantee you're going to be. And with Donnie Wilson Motorsports, you know, those guys, uh, they can make another one go just like the one you had uh, and, and everything stay together. Uh, Speed Week's going to be off the hook this year. You're going to compete yes. every night in the World Series or what is the plan for the World Series this year? Um, I'm going to compete in all of the races. Uh, most looking forward to the 100 lapper on the last night, but um, I'll be starting there Thursday night I, or Thursday, I believe is practice. And then Friday night's kind of our first race. So, um, I know we race every night except Tuesday. So I'm excited to form all, um, I haven't really seen a car count of how many cars will be there, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of competition. So looking forward to be able to run against all of kind of my old peers, I would say <laughs> from last year. So come back and come back strong. Well, I know the World Series is key and focused right now. How's the rest of the season sort of taking shape for you? What do you got planned? 
Uh, I've got a very full schedule. I'm very excited about all of it. Um, I get to make my ARCA debut or try again to make my ARCA debut. Um, it'll be at Phoenix this year. So that's the first week of March. So uh, I've been on the sim a ton last week and then I've got a, another sim day tomorrow and Tuesday before I head out to New Smyrna. Um, just kind of work on my setup a little bit more and kind of get a little bit more comfortable with the car before we head out there and um, so we'll kick off my ARCA debut there. Following week will be in Irwindale in the ARCA car again. So I'll kind of have a back-to-back um, chance at that. And then Cars Tour starts for me. Um, I won't do the first race. I'll start on the second race. So that's going to be at uh, Kinley will be my first Cars Tour race. And then also my first race with Lee Polium Motorsports. So I'm really excited about that. And then um, first week of April, my GT4 season will start. So I'll start with Smooch Racing in the Toyota GT4 Evo Supra. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I think uh, my co-driver and I have a really good shot at picking up some wins throughout the year. So it's definitely going to be an exciting next uh, month or two. But um, just getting back into the rhythm of everything feels great. Yeah, no coach time for you, young lady. No, you're uh, either behind the wheel of that car or that car or that one or the simulator. Uh, you're going to yes. stay busy, stay sharp, and that's the way to do it. That's how you uh, gain success, right? Of course. Um, I think the more seat time that you can have, the better. And um, I think that last year I kind of lacked a little bit of that, obviously, from not being able to get into the car. But being on the sim as much as I was last year, I kind of have gained a better understanding of that. And I think it's a better tool that I can use now. Um, before COVID, I really never was on a simulator of any kind. And then COVID hit and obviously nobody could race. So um, it kind of forced me to learn how to use iRacing and kind of use that as a tool. And um, especially over this last year, being able to work with Toyota on their big sims um, and even the just smaller motion sims that they have at the Toyota Performance Center, um, I'm able to kind of get a better understanding about it and use it more of a tool um, to help kind of base our setup before we get to the racetrack. Uh, Toyota's got to be coming off the chip to have you as part of their team as well. I know you're excited to be with Toyota, but uh, they got to be excited to have a young talent like you and the other half of the uh, fan base, if you will, uh, in this sport. Uh, you're going to be able to bring a lot of people uh, into the sport that's that's uh, that, that wasn't there before. This is cool. Yeah, um, I think it's great. Toyota's helped me a ton. Um, obviously, they're super excited for me to get back into the car, so uh, I'm ready to go pick up some more checkered flags and wins for them uh, this year get back to 2022 before I kind of crashed and was out. Yeah, well, that's all behind you now. You've done the work. You uh, put the nose to the grindstone, and you did it, kid. That's the coolest part ever is you took the time you uh, touched all the bases and you did everything that you humanly had to do in order to afford to go back into a race car and do what you love to do. Uh, there's always a, hey, no pain, no gain. And that's the cool part. Uh, Isabella, you've done it. And uh, you're about to do the, what you started out to do in the first place. And that's uh, to get into a race car and go win races. And that's key. Who have you got yes. around you? New Smyrna. Who have you got as a crew that's around that Yahoo 28? So in the 28 Yahoo Toyota Camry, I've 
have my Donnie Wilson crew. Um, my crew chief will be James Edwards. I've worked with him a couple of times. Um, he was on my car when I was leading in Hickory. Um, he was on my car for the red when we had the fastest car out there. So I'm um, really excited to work with him. I think we've kind of put together some really good packages. And then I have Bond Suss, who's knows everything and anything about straight roll cars. Um, so that's really Really positive to know that I have him to kind of talk to. He's kind of overlooking all of the Donnie Wilson cars, but um, he's always kind of in my corner. So uh, fortunate enough to have him. And then I'll have Brandon Wilkinson um, on my radio as my spotter. So um, I think we've got a really good team there for the seven nights of racing. And I think that uh, we'll be able to pick up a couple couple checkered flags. And um, I'm feeling confident kind of where we left off for the red eye, even though we couldn't race, um, kind of package wise what we want to go back with. Well, yeah. And how, how valuable were those laps that you did get on? Cause now, uh, you've, you can, I guess, check that off the list. Uh, you know what you want to head to, you know what you need. Uh, and those are all that, that's all valuable information. Hopefully we get the same sort of weather pattern when you get back in on Friday night. That, that'll be helpful, right? Yeah, I think um, weather is going to be a big part. I think one um, aspect that I've gone and watched kind of the speed weeks for a couple of years now, and one trend that I've seen is the rubber that gets put down from the modifieds later in the week. So I think that that's going to be a big part of it. Obviously, talking to everybody, the track tightens up a bunch. And so um, one thing that's really difficult to have with the pro car is one that can turn. Uh, you'd rather have it free than tight, and that's kind of hard to do with the low-power pro that we have. So um i'm really happy kind of what we found on friday and saturday of uh, the laps that we did get um we figured out a way to make it way too free so uh we kind of have some ideas in our pocket for when it does get to those later days in the week and the car gets super tight with the track um i think we have a couple different ideas that we can throw at it to kind of outperform the other competition with the car wise but um just running those laps at night and during the day as well for me um definitely helped i really haven't done many laps at night at new smyrna um most of it's just practice days we've tried to run the red eye the past three years and um (laughs) something's always happened so i've been one of the fastest or the fastest car at the red eye all three times but something mechanically happened um that didn't let me start the race so um, don't really have a lot of nighttime laps there. So Friday was definitely crucial for me um, just to kind of get an understanding of where the track trends. And uh, I think that will definitely help come Wednesday. Well, it's going to be awesome. When I say that, I, I, I did take a look at the entry list uh, just before I started the show. And I want to say it was either 32 or 36 pro model cards that are lined up, at least on the entry list. And that list, as you know, grows and shrinks throughout the course of the week. Uh, more people will show up if the weather's right. And, uh, you know, if they have a hard week, they're going to be off the list. But uh, one thing I can guarantee this year, everyone is going to know the name Isabella Robusto. By the end of Speed Week, you will win. I guarantee it. And you're going to keep the wheels and the fenders on it. And uh, you're going to fly like you've never flown before, my girl. Uh, I can't wait to see it. And I know fans can't wait to see you back behind the wheel. Uh, Being this close to Daytona, are you going to get over to the big track and uh, see the ARCA teams and maybe see the team you're going to be hooked up with a little bit later in the year? 
I am planning on it. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do it kind of earlier in the week, but I know Saturday we have off from uh, all of our racing. Friday night's going to be our last. So I'm planning on Saturday going over the track. Um, I've already kind of made some arrangements with the team to sit on one of the boxes and listen in with one of the spotters. And then even if I want to, halfway during the race, I can go up to the spotter stand and kind of talk with him um, about what I would want or kind of any questions that I have. Um, one thing that's going to be kind of a big learning curve for me is going to be kind of the aero side of things. I've really never had a bunch of aero that I've had to deal with on short tracks and even my GT4 stuff. So um, I think that that's going to be a crucial part for me to kind of learn heading into Kansas this year and um, even some of the road courses that I have for the Arca car. So um, kind of going to make the most of it for Saturday out at the big track with the team. Well, you'll be a sponge like you always are soaking in the information that you're going to need to know. Uh, it's only going to be a year from now, and you're going to be in one of those ARCA cars flying around that big, beautiful super speedway Daytona that we all absolutely love. Final question for you. Look into the crystal ball. you got all the bad stuff out of the way now. Tell me, what's the future look like for you over the next two to three years? Oh, it's kind of laid out, um, but obviously everything changes with racing. So um, this year it's kind of a repeat of last year, which is kind of just getting my foot in everything. So all of my short track stuff with car tour, um, new team. So kind of getting that out of the way, kind of getting those learning curves, um, understanding those for when I go into the bigger teams, having to learn new people, um, kind of figure out how to make all of those connections work. And then, um, my Arca stuff this year, uh, as well as my GT4, uh, GRD6 Pro Late model, all of the different aspects of racing that I have this year, just to kind of be that sponge and absorb everything that I can, um, leading into next year to run full time ARCA. Um, I'm not sure what else will do. Probably a couple super races, probably a couple road course sports car races, if I had to guess. And then, um, ARCA again the following year and some trucks as well and kind of just see how that goes. Obviously, it depends on if there's truck seats open um, and then trucks to Xfinity the following year. So um, it's kind of just obviously the ladder that everybody climbs and it all comes down to when seats are open and when I'm ready and prepared to move up. So um, there's kind of a rough outline, but it's obviously going to change over the time. So I'm just going to do everything I can and win all the races I can, learn everything I can throughout the way to make it the transition easier. Well, don't don't blink because you're going to miss it. I can see how fast you're going to climb this ladder. It's going to be cool to watch you all the way through. And do me a favor. Uh, we had Brennan on here just a little bit ago. Uh, you got to take it easy on him. He's a teammate, right? So uh, we're going to have a little competition. And whoever beats the other one in uh, in that first uh, Cars Tour race, we're going to have to get you on the on Race Time Radio to do the bragging thing and beat up on either Butterbean beat, beating up on him or he's going to be beating up on you, one or the other. I'm okay with that. Uh, this will be kind of the first time on the short track side that I've had a teammate. So looking forward to that, being able to lean on him. I know with my GT4 stuff, having a coach driver, it's super beneficial um, that we can kind of bounce ideas off of each other. So kind of taking that aspect of things into this year with Butterbean, and I think that it's going to be a great connection, and we can kind of work together and get out to the front. Well, thank you so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Good luck. Good luck at uh, the World Series, and I know we will be in touch, uh, and we're going to be in touch real soon. Good luck. Go get them, and you got to know we're all watching you. Good luck. 
All right. Thank you. You want to believe it. Isabel uh, Robusto. Remember the name. You will remember the name uh, because they'll tell you what. She's going to be coming across your TV screen. She's going to be part of the sport, and uh, she's going to put numbers up. That's going to be kind of cool to watch. Absolutely all of it. But you know what? We are at the top of the hour. Got to throw it back to uh, everybody at Rev TV, everybody at Sirius XM, and uh, that does it for us tonight. Next week on the show, we're actually going to have some results from the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. We'll check in with Glenn Styers, find out how he's making out. Uh, of course, he ran dirt. He's going to run asphalt. We've got lots to talk to everyone about, and we're going to do it all live right here on Race Time Radio. Have a good one, everybody. Be safe. Get that flow racing and get ready for a dynamite speed weeks. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.